I am your host, Bethany Elliott, and welcome to the Sacred Sisterhood Podcast. Welcome back to another bonus episode on the Sacred Sisterhood. I enjoyed last week's study on struggling with sin. It was a lot of scripture. I listened back to it and I was like, that was a lot of scripture. It was a lot of scripture and some toes may have gotten stepped on, particularly mine, because I called myself out unknowingly plenty of times, but hey, that's what we're here for and that's why we study If you have gotten caught into the winter storm, please stay warm. I am currently sitting here with a big fluffy blanket and my heating pad underneath and it feels so warm. Excuse me if my voice sounds nasally, it's because my nose is a little bit stuffed up, but I really hope that you guys enjoy this bonus episode. Today's bonus episode is about how to read and study the Bible. And I know everyone has a different way that they like to study. And some may be thinking, how can she be telling us to do how to do something like that when I have my own way? If you have your own style and your own way that you like to study, then go for it, girl. But this is for the people that don't know where to start, the people who want to learn different ways to study. And this is just what works for me. And I'm sharing in hopes to help another sister who needs it. So let's get into it. Studying the Bible didn't always come easy for me. It wasn't always something that I was interested in doing. Um, I think that a lot of times we beat ourselves up because it's like, I need to study my Bible. I need to learn more about Jesus. I need to learn more about God. I need to learn more about this. I need to learn more about that. I don't know what they're talking about in Sunday class because I'm not studying my Bible. I don't know what the sermon's about. I don't know what this verse is about because I'm not studying my Bible. I think we really beat ourselves up about these things. I know I have before at one point because I wasn't studying the way I was supposed to, but I think that You know, that just comes with curiosity, I think. I think that just comes with being a Christian, but it's also something that we can change. We can change that for ourselves. We can know what the Bible says. We can study the truth of God's word and we can study it correctly. I think before I started studying the way that I do now, I wasn't always serious about it. So that kind of looked like me studying just to say that I did it. That was me making excuses as to why I couldn't study. That was me not fully paying attention to what I'm studying. So reading the Bible and just skipping through everything and reading, even if I'm not even fully understanding it. Um, everybody has a perceived thought that the Bible is boring. The Bible is far from boring. I'm not going to say that there are some parts that don't bore me to death. Like a lot of the old Testament is very boring. It's very informational, but it's very boring. But a perceived thought, you know, of a lot of people's before they read the Bible is 
the whole entire Bible is boring. It's just history and history is boring. That is certainly not true. Um, A lot of times it was me giving up when it got too hard to understand. You know, I couldn't understand it and I didn't want to ask for help because I'm just not one to ask for help from any for anything that's changed a lot for me because I'm really truly trying to understand the Bible now. But, you know, giving up because I don't want to ask for help because I don't understand and it's too hard to understand sometimes. Um, that looked like um, not being fully connected with the Holy Spirit. So not even having the desire to read the Bible, um, just knowing that it's something I need to do because I'm a Christian, which it is something that you need to do, but you have to have the desire deep down to do it. You can't just, I've done this plenty of days. You can't just open the Bible and be like, where am I going to start today? But I don't even want to be here. I don't even want to read this, but I'm going to read it anyway. Pray before you read. That's what I do a lot of times. I pray before I read. Have the desire, be connected with the Holy Spirit because when you are, you want to know more about him. You want to know more about Jesus and God's word. Um, and so that leads me into me barely praying. Like I, I barely prayed during these times, during the time that I was, I'm doing air quotes, reading my Bible And so opening God's word felt like a foreign language to me. It felt like it didn't really feel like I was opening his word for the right reason. It was just so I could raise my hand in class and say, did you guys read this? And I'm raising my hand saying, yeah, I read it. So, um, you know, just always, you know, praying before you're opening his word, praying, being in prayer, getting to know him through prayer, you know, before you read or whatever so that it doesn't feel like a foreign language to you and that you already know God. So you already know what's in his word. Um, another thing is I started to read when I really got, was trying to get serious about reading the Bible. I started reading in Genesis and tried to read all the way through revelation. Do not do that. That is not a really, you can do it if you want to, But if you're just starting out and you're trying to get super serious about reading the Bible, that's not the best way to do it. Genesis is a great book. So if you want to start with Genesis, that's fine. But I wouldn't start with Genesis and read through Revelation. Um, It's kind of just not a good idea. I think that you should start with something that is going to be a little bit more relatable to you so that you can have a little bit more insight about what the Bible is about. I think a lot of the New Testament relates to us a lot more than the Old Testament can. The Old Testament can absolutely relate to us, but I think that studying the New Testament first can really, really help us go back and be ready for the Old Testament. That is just my opinion. You may have a different opinion and that's fine. But I think that because I started reading the, the New Testament first. I think that after I'm done reading the New Testament, I feel a lot more prepared to read the Old Testament. And a lot of people may not agree with that. And that's fine. But that is the, you know, that's the way that I'm choosing to do this for me. And this episode is about what works for me. So if that doesn't work for you, that is fine. You do what works for you. But that's what works for me.
But in all, reading our Bible, reading your Bible is so, so important um, to walking this Christian life and being one with our Savior and with God and just knowing him and knowing how to live your Christian life. You can't know how to live this Christian life if you do not read your Bible. You really cannot. You can know the surface things, but you can't know deep down in your heart what to do unless you are reading and you are, you know, staying in God's word. So I want to share a little bit about the importance of studying your Bible the right way and studying studying it properly. Um, so the first one is kind of like, just being all in, be all in when you're studying your Bible. It needs to be something that you are sincerely interested in doing. Um, it needs to be something that you are serious about. It doesn't need to be something that's like, I'm just going to do this because other people are doing it, or I'm just going to do this because I don't know, make up something, but it needs to be something that you are all in. You have to be all in in your heart when you start to read. Um, Another thing is to always make sure you understand before moving on. Don't be like me and just read through a whole chapter or a whole book or a whole letter and not understand what you read, but you keep going. Sometimes when I'm reading, I literally have to stop for hours just to understand what I just read. And that's okay. It's okay to it's okay to stop like that. It's okay to ask questions. My husband's the preacher, so I have a little bit of an advantage there. I ask him a lot of questions when I'm reading. And it really helps because it helps me to be able to move on. Because a lot of things in the Bible are said multiple times. And if you didn't understand it, then you're not going to understand it that it was said in a different book or a different letter. So always understand what you're reading before you move on. Another thing is don't make it about checking a box. Make it about growing your relationship with God. It's not about who can get done first. It's not about let me check this off my box. Now I can go do I do what I want to do. It's about growing your relationship sincerely with the Father. And you will understand that when you are sincere about reading when you are sincere and seriously seeking out the word, you will grow in your relationship with God truly. And I am just, I'm so passionate about that because before I couldn't really understand why my relationship with God was not growing. My relationship with God was not strong at all. And it was because I was not sincere in studying I wasn't studying for the right reasons. I was studying because I was being selfish. I was worrying about myself. I was worrying about checking off a box. I was worrying about looking good in front of people. And that's not what it's about. It's about growing your relationship with God. And that's how you do it. You grow your relationship with God by prayer and by studying his word. So what's changed, you may ask? Why is it so important to me now when it wasn't so important to me then? A lot has changed. And to be honest, it's nothing that I've done. It's all God and what God has done in me to want to even study and to want to even 
serve him and to want to even learn more about his word. It's him that changed me. And really the Holy Spirit, guys, the Holy Spirit got a hold of me. And that's the honest truth. I was honestly experiencing a lot of depression and anxiety at the time. And the last thing I wanted to do was read. I didn't really want to sit and read. It's not something that I really wanted to do. But the Holy Spirit wasn't hearing all of that. And he kept tugging at my heartstrings. And, you know, when my kids would take a nap and things like that, it was when I was sitting still and I was quiet enough to be able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And it not audible voice, but if you've ever heard the Holy Spirit speak to you or you've ever you know, felt the Holy Spirit, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so I would be going to do other things when I could have been studying, but the still small voice of God never left me. It was, I can remember one time, and this happened maybe over the course of two to three months. It was every single nap time. I would go upstairs. I would cuddle up in my covers And I would scroll through TikTok or scroll through Facebook and I would turn on my favorite show that I'm trying to finish watching. And all I can remember is study your Bible, study your Bible. All I can remember hearing is study your Bible. You need to get up and study your Bible. And I kid you not, guys, I would not lie to you. That is literally what happened. And so that went on for about two to three months, y'all, before I obeyed and started studying my Bible. And I honestly didn't know where to start. And so I was listening to a lot of YouTube channels or, you know, people would speak on there about how to read and study your Bible and a lot of podcasts of people, how to read and study your Bible. And they recommended to start in the Gospels. And so that's where I began to start. I started reading in Matthew and my heart just has not been the same ever since. Like it just has been an amazing journey through the Bible. And so that's kind of what happened to me. That's kind of my testimony about it all. Um, So I wanted to share a little bit about what I do now to study the Bible and how it's impacted my walk with Christ. And so around the time that I started studying the Bible, reading through Matthew, and it's so funny the way that God works, I also was watching the show Chosen, and this was before I started reading my Bible. I was watching the show Chosen, and if you have not seen Chosen, you need to go watch it. They are about to release season four on February 1st, and I am so excited about it, but you need to watch Chosen. It's amazing, but I was watching Chosen. I think I had already started watching Chosen. I was probably in season one. And, you know, when the Holy Spirit was pulling up my heartstrings to read my Bible. And so opening my Bible and starting in the Gospels was absolutely eye opening while watching The Chosen. And it helped me fall in love with the Gospels and with the Bible and with Jesus all over again because of watching The Chosen and reading at the same time, guys do it. I am not even kidding. It will bless your life. And I'm not saying that chosen is 
biblically all biblically correct no they add they do add a lot of things in there that's not in the bible just for production and just for views and things like that but it is actually pretty accurate just gonna say it is really good it gives you a glimpse of Jesus and his personality and what he could have been like here on earth as in human form and just honestly guys do it it's really really eye-opening and it will bless you um another thing that I started to do was listen to relatable Christian content I started to follow a lot of people on podcasts and on YouTube and on all my social media accounts and I would literally just listen to them speak about their testimonies and how they came how they started reading their Bible and how they came to Jesus and how they just all that stuff I started doing all that stuff um another person that I really love and I really like to listen to their content is Ali Yost she is on YouTube and she's on TikTok and I don't know about Facebook but she's on YouTube and TikTok and I listen to now I listen to a lot of her content and she is really good I mean she says a lot of encouraging things um she's not really she has done a lot of Bible things on there but I think that she has me me and her have kind of a similar story about how we started to read and you know when I was listening to her podcasts on YouTube it was literally my like I was like that's me that's me that's what happened to me so listening to stuff like that and listening to people who you can relate to really really helped me not feel like I was by myself so I did a lot of that um Also, find a Bible translation that you can understand. If you can't understand the King James Version or the New King James Version, it's okay to find another version. I'm not saying to throw away your your KJV and your NKJV. I'm not saying to throw those away. You still need those. But find a Bible translation that you can understand and that is accurately translated. Also, use several translations I use the NIV and the New King James to study out of if I don't understand it in the NIV I go to the New King James and there it is I can understand it better or if I don't understand it in the New King James I go to the NIV and I can understand it better sometimes I even pull up the New New Living Translation I don't read out of the New Living Translation I don't have a New Living Translation book But some of those verses simplify it a lot better. But you need to be aware that a lot of these translations are not accurate. And so just use discernment. um, Have someone who really knows the word help you in that. And so that's what I do. Um, What one book doesn't simplify, the other one does basically. And so that's what I do with that. Um, Be mindful of the devotional Bibles. I do have one NIV devotional Bible and it is pretty accurate. The devotionals in there and little side notes about history, but check for accuracy. Don't always believe what you're seeing in those devotionals. Don't always be like, this is truth, you know, or If you're writing a Devo and you add that in your Devo, check for accuracy because sometimes people write things that are more of an opinionated 
um, mindset and not truth. And so we always want to be truthful when we're writing things and we're reading things. So another thing that I did was I made it fun. I made it girly, if that's your thing. I got a cute Bible that says all these fun, girly, it's got Bible verses written in like really pretty handwriting. And it's got, I don't remember what this Bible is called. And if I will put it in the show notes, if I figure out if I can find my Bible and write it in the show notes, but I made it fun. I got myself a cute Bible. I got myself some fun highlighter colors. And so anytime that I'm reading, I use a different color. You can also color coordinate um, your verses. I know a lot of people who do that. So the verses that are talking about, I don't know, faith, they're going to color coordinate that with blue highlighter. And the verses that are talking about baptism, they're going to color coordinate that with yellow highlighter. And so you can just make it fun, make it something that's relatable to you so that you just are having a good time reading. You can have a great time reading the Bible. I have a great time reading the Bible. Let me tell you. Um, also, get some cute journals with some cute pens so that you can journal and it's going to help you journal because the journal's cute and you need to use it. That's what I did. I got me some cute journals. I got me some pens. Be all set up to read your Bible. Another thing that I would love to talk about is journaling. I started journaling, I don't know, I think when I first started to read the Bible in the middle of last year, I started to journal. I don't really journal as much as I do now or as much as I did before. I don't journal now as much as I did before. But to journal, I started by journaling each verse that stuck out to me. I would highlight that verse first and then I would journal about it and I would write what it meant to me or what I liked about it. I don't do that much now, like I said, but if I do see a verse that sticks out to me a lot, I will journal that. I just don't journal every single verse now. Um, And you can still, I mean, you can do whatever you feel comfortable with doing. Also note taking during Bible classes and sermons on Sunday. I do a lot of note note taking during Bible classes and it's a lot for my personal studies um, for me because I really love note taking in church and I also really like to take notes so that I can share those things with you. Like a lot of the things that I take notes about at church, I have started to be like, oh, I can do that as a series or something for my podcast. And I'm really, really loving taking notes because if you are one who does devos at church or you're one who does, you know, you you speak to people about God and about Jesus take notes. Always take notes during Bible classes or sermons on Sundays because you can use those notes. The next thing I do is I make time. You have to make time. Like I said before, I was being so selfish. I was not making the time for God. I was not making the time to read my Bible. You have to make the time. That looks like for me, waking up at seven o'clock in the morning before my kids are up. If you're a mom, It's a sacrifice, but what better sacrifice to make? 
I wake up at seven o'clock before my kids wake up because it's quiet. It's the first thing on my mind for the day. I'm ready to study my Bible because I'm ready to have a good day. And I can see the way I am when I study my Bible and the way I am when I don't study. I struggle a lot more through the day when I don't wake up and read. And there are days where I don't wake up and read and I'll just do it at night. But I love to have a fresh, fresh, fresh brain in the morning for God. So I wake up at 7 a.m. before my kids wake up. They wake up around 8 or 8.30 and I study in my Bible. I give God that first thing in the morning. We can make time for everything else. You wake up at the crack of dawn for everything else. You can wake up at the crack of dawn for God. The next thing is I pray before and after reading and studying. I pray before reading. I pray for focus. I pray that I can focus on his word because a lot of times in the morning I am exhausted, especially waking up early like that and going to sleep late. Sometimes I am exhausted and I need to pray for focus. I need to focus on his word because that's what I'm there for. I pray for understanding and I pray for thanks. I just give thanks. I give thanks for the ability to be able to read his word and to freely study in my Bible. After I'm reading, I normally I'm 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 ready to go. I'm ready to start the day. I'm on fire. And it's given me the strength that I needed for the day. And in my prayer, before I start my Bible, it's a little bit shorter so that I can have time to read my Bible. But after I'm done reading my Bible, it's normally a longer prayer because that's just what I like to do. You can switch it up if you want to. But I talk to God like he's sitting right next to me because he is. I talk to him like he's one of my best friends. I talk to him the way that I'm talking to you guys on this podcast. And that's really helped me to grow my relationship with him. It doesn't have to be a prayer where, you know, like we pray at church get personal. He already knows. He already knows what you're going through. He already knows everything about you. And so talk to him like he's your best friend. Talk to him like he's sitting in that room with you because he is. There are times where I just use that time to cry out to God. Like I cry and I just, I thank him and I just tell him everything that's on my heart. And I think that that has been so good for me because he's able to work so much better with me when I'm honest with him and when I'm sincerely telling him what's going on with me and what's happening in my life and that I need him for this. I need him by my side while I experience this. And it's not so much to take the pain away from me or take the hurt away from me, or whatever I'm experiencing, it's to help me trust him through the process. And that's a lot of what I pray for in that time is, help me to trust you. Help me to take you with me on the way, you know, of this journey that's hard for me right now, or help me to have more faith in you so that I can cope well with the things that I have going on in my life. And a lot of that is just 
it comes with just having a better relationship with him. I didn't do that before in my prayer life. My prayer life was very short and sweet and to the point and that's it. It's now it's just like, that's my best friend. Like I love God. I have a grand relationship with him because I've developed that for myself with him. And we have to do that. That's our responsibility. So talk to God like he's right there. Like he's right in the room with you. Like he's sitting next to you, just like your best friend, listening and crying with you and feeling everything that you're feeling because he most certainly is. I recently came across a video that was talking about what happens to us when we read the Bible. And it was a study, actually, a scientific study that was done on people from the ages of eight to 80. And what they were doing was asking thousands of people what they do to read the Bible and how many times a week do they read the Bible. So on days one and two, so if they read the Bible one or two days out of the week, they weren't noticing much of a difference. They weren't noticing much of a change. And on day three, reading the Bible three days a week, they started to notice a change in people. And so here are the stats of what actually happened when the people read the Bible four times a week or more. Loneliness went down 30%. Bitterness went down 43%. Anger went down 32%. Alcoholism went down 40%. And pornography use went down 60%. And that is just by reading the Bible four times a week or more. That is absolutely amazing. And I can actually attest to that because I have changed a ton since I have been reading my Bible every single day. And there, and even if I don't even wake up at seven, like I said, I do, I still make time for it. It's just something that is ingrained in me now. Like, I have to read or my day is just not going well. It's just not the day that I want that I want to have. And so the Bible is living, guys. The Bible is active. It changes our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. So read your Bible and see watch and see what the Lord does within you. And I promise you guys, you will never, ever go back. You will never be the same. This has been great. I've loved sharing what I do to read and study the Bible. And I hope that I've helped someone listening, even just one person. That would have been amazing. And if you just liked hearing it, that's amazing too. This is the end of our bonus episodes for now until season two is complete. Speaking of, the season two trailer will be released on February 1st. I think season two is going to be incredible 
and I am excited to continue on this journey with my sisters. I love you all and I hope you have an amazing rest of this month. And as always, thank you for being here.